And now, the Time Fight fans all across the globe have been waiting for. It's the MTMV main card with your man, The Voice. As always, let's start off with some headlines and hot takes. In a recent appearance on Live with Kelly and Ryan, DC, that's right, the champ, champ, the real champ, champ, Daniel Cormier said once again that he plans on defending his lightweight championship before he fights Brock Lesnar. If he's serious about this, who would he face? I mean, really, you got Gus out there, but he said... He, being DC, said he wasn't really interested in fighting Gus. And really, at light heavyweight, outside of the return of John Jones, there's not a fight out there that is going to get DC motivated to fight. Like he said, he said he'll do it, but he needs someone who will motivate him. Said something about Shogun. Now, granted, uh, Shogun was on a five-fight winning streak before he lost recently. And he's a legend, so... Okay, you know, we'll, we'll give you a little play, but for real, Shogun wasn't motivating him. He was motivated to get a win, get another payday, but not motivated to fight Shogun. But Shogun's off the table now because Anthony Smith destroyed him and he didn't want any parts of Mr. Lionheart. Not right now. Too great of a risk for too little rewards. So, who does he fight? I don't know. Uh, he keeps talking like he wants to do it, but yeah, I, I don't see that happening. Something else that I did not see happening, I don't know that anyone saw happening, which has been the main story in this off week as far as MMA is concerned because no major promotions have uh, any fights going on with the exception of PFL who just capped off their regular season which you will be hearing about on our companion show Aftermath with myself and the bearded wonder himself Josh Moosel so be on the lookout for that anyway Cowboy Donald Cerrone is no longer with Jackson Wink now not only is he not there, he says that he's not welcome to go to the gym anymore. Says that really the gym has been all about money. And he said in all this in an interview on the Joe Rogan experience, he said that it's so much about money that anyone who pays $150 a week, no, $150 a month and $25 a week, can come in and train and spar and they normally go hard and wind up hurting people you know and he just was like look i can't deal with it this is the reason why i built the bmf ranch so i could go out there and have pros and not be with all these newbies also said that michelle watterson built a gym on her property and that most of the big time pros aren't there anymore now what really led to the split for him was the gym's choice to back his opponent, Mike Perry. 
Mike Perry just came to the gym this year. Uh, he, and as a matter of fact, he had a fight. It was either late last year in October or maybe early this year uh, in Orlando, his hometown. And he wasn't with Jackson Wink at that point. Came for his last fight with Paul Felder. Was victorious. Said he feels uh, much better. Like he's learning and really growing there. But Cerrone was like, okay. I mean, that's cool. And I like uh, Perry. But all of a sudden, Perry's calling me out. And then they're like, well, no, we thought you called Perry. I was like, no, that's not what happened. He was like, I mean, I'm cool. I'll fight him. I don't have a problem fighting him. You know, but... I don't like that. I don't like how things are going on. And really, he ought to be at another gym for this camp since, you know, we're we're both a part of the same team. Well, the head honchos over at Jackson Wink, specifically Mike Winklejohn, was like, nah, bro, that's not going to happen. We're not going to, we're not going to choose you over him. And their statements were specifically, you're not here. You know, you got your own spot and you do your own thing. So you go out there and do your own thing and we're going to continue to work with them. Now, Cowboy said that Winkle John said, I don't get paid off of you. You only pay Greg. So I need to get paid for this fight. So, no, you can't use the facilities. Uh, Greg, uh, and that's Greg Jackson said like he did in other fights that he would come out to the ranch to coach cowboy just as he's done before but cowboy feels like it's a conflict of interest in this specific fight i mean it's just really really messy and unfortunately it's not the first time that this has happened at jackson wing same kind of situation happened about seven, eight years ago now when John Jones was rising in his career. He wasn't quite champion yet. Rashad Evans was a champ uh, and he got hurt, or I should say Rashad had been the champ. He was getting ready to fight for the championship again, fight against Shogun, got hurt and John got got to step in, won the belt and won the hearts of the people there at Jackson Wink. Rashad left, started the Black Zillions, which is no more. Got Hard Knocks uh, 365 camp now. But anyway, I digress. This has happened before. And Jackson Wink has gone with the more promising fighter. Has Cowboy been there for 10 years? Yes. Yes, he has. Are his better days behind him? Yes. Yes, they are. And Perry is a very colorful fighter, much like Cowboy. It's like Cowboy all over again, but he's got more upside because he doesn't have as many miles on him. Anyway, like I said, it's been a lot of drama, and one of the OGs of the camp, Tough One Vet, the only person from the Ultimate Fighter Season 1 that is still in the UFC fighting today. Diego the Nightmare Sanchez. Yeah, he did not take kindly to what Cowboy was saying because one of the things that Cowboy said was that 
not only did he want the backing of the gym after he left, he said, look, it's like a, a puppy mill. They're just cranking out fighters uh, like a puppy mill. And Diego's like, look, yeah, there are some pups, and that's the amateur team. But I am the longest tenured member of Albuquerque's home team. That's right. Jackson Winkle John is, is Albuquerque, New Mexico's home team. And he said the Wolves are still there and better than ever. Diego said, look, man, you just thinking about yourself. You're all about yourself. You've done well for yourself, and I'm glad for you. But you're off doing your own thing. You're always doing your own thing. And you're barely in here. You can't talk about what's going on at Jackson Wing. It's like you only come in once in a while. So you don't know what's going on. And on top of that, he's so fired up. He wants to protect the name of his team so much. So he said, look, if something happens and Platinum Perry cannot fight, I'll step in and I'll fight you, Cowboy. Uh, That's just how passionate he is about the situation he said that platinum perry in one camp has provided more assistance to uh sanchez than cowboy has in 10 years and listening to cowboy on the joe rogan experience cowboy used to live at the gym literally he had a a room upstairs in the gym that he shared with lena garcia and in 10 years, you're really not helping people. Mm. Yeah, that, that does not bode well. Uh, and went pretty much reiterated what Diego said. He was like, Cowboy has got to be one of the biggest narcissists that there is. It's all about himself. Cowboy said in his interview that the winning percentage at Jackson Wink, you know, which is one of the premier gyms out there. He was like, it went down. And we agree that it went down. He said, but part of why it's gone down is that you've been pulling fighters out to your ranch to train with you, and they haven't been getting the proper training, and they've been losing. So, yeah, you're right. And Cowboy agrees that he needs structure out there. He said it in his interview. He's like, look, I have to be the general, and I have to be the soldier. And I, I don't like that. I can't do that. I, I need someone to provide guidance to say, hey, you need to kick it in gear more or cowboy slow down. So you always have two sides of the story and the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Much of what they're saying is the same thing coming from a different aspect uh, where the truth lies. We don't know. Uh, what we do know is that um, this is yeah, it's a crazy situation. And Cowboy feels betrayed. Uh, he feels betrayed by uh, Greg Jackson for not taking a stand and saying, no, we're going to have Cowboys back. Let the new guy go on and do something else. Regardless of what Winkle John said, even though Wink is really running the day-to-day operations of things it's again crazy but wink he summed up his position in a quote which i'm going to read to you something that he provided in an interview with mma junkie what would cowboy do 
if it was his gym. Well, let me think, he said. If I wanted to go into his gym, use it when I wanted to, not be respectful, not help others, pull people and coaches away from the gym and do the things for myself and then tell the new gym not to work with this person they've been working with because it's all about yourself. What would Cowboy do? I know what Cowboy would do. The same thing I did. And that's basically, sorry, kids, forget that. And, you know, uh, it's MTMV, but we still hold the same values about honoring God. So, uh, you know, if you know anything about Cowboy uh, and or the fight culture, yeah, forget probably is not the word that was used. Anyway, you can go out and read it for yourself. It's like I said, this has been all over the headlines. This is a very very interesting story again the truth lies somewhere in the middle uh, but this makes what was already a very very interesting fight between cowboy and platinum mike perry that much more interesting that fight will be on the ufc's commemorative card november 10th in Denver, which is where Cowboy's from. He's from Colorado. So, yeah, this is going to be very, very interesting. All right. That's it for the headlines and hot takes. Next up, the old one, two. Time to talk boxing. That's right. The sweet science. And unless you have been under a rock and have no access to social media, you are well aware of what happened last week on PBC when F.A. Ajagba, that's right, Niger, stand up. He is such a devastatingly scary boxer that he made Curtis Harper quit. I mean, just quit. As soon as the bell rung, man walked out the ring. This is crazy. I don't think I've ever seen anything like this outside of thinking about Kimbo's first fight in Elite XC. I forget the guy he was fighting, but I know his nickname was Red Rum. He was 10 and 10 at the time. Uh, he got in there. They swung a little bit. After he got hit one time, he dropped to the mat and started tapping out immediately. He was like, I don't want any more. But at least he was in the ring. At least, he, well, not that Harper wasn't in the ring, but at least he swung on the man. He tried to do something. Harper was just like, no, nah, that's it. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And walked clean out the ring. There are so many memes out there regarding this. Uh, so, again, unless you've been under a rock, you have experienced this. Something that, unfortunately, too many people experience is abuse. Abuse at the hands of people that are supposed to love them. I talked about Angie KGB Lee a couple weeks ago. And now, in boxing, we've got yet another story of alleged abuse this time it's former middleweight champion Jermaine Taylor he allegedly threatened to kill a woman 
and was arrested on a domestic battery case. Not only did he strike her, and he's obviously a professional or has been a professional boxer, so he knows what he's doing in that sense. Not only did he strike her, but he held a knife to her neck. What's more unfortunate is that this is one of a series of related events. In 2016, he got suspended sentences, like six suspended sentences from multiple incidents that transpired between 2014 and 2015. What's even worse is that Taylor just, I mean, just earlier this month had a domestic abuse charge dropped against him stemming back from July of 2017. (sighs) Abuse is not a light subject. Hurt people hurt people. And I understand that for someone to continue to engage in this kind of behavior, there's something wrong. And Taylor is dead wrong for what he's done. This is a clear pattern and it needs to stop. In order for it to stop, he needs some help, some real help. And I pray that he gets the help that he needs. I pray that God will grant a miraculous healing to him to keep him from doing this. And specifically for all those that are impacted by the former champ's heinous acts, the women, the children, the people that they love. I I pray that the Lord really be with them and help them. Speaking of prayer, although we're in the old one too, talking about boxing, slipping just a little bit of MMA in since we're talking about prayer. Ray Borg, that's right, the Taz Mexican devil. He's asking for prayer. He's like, no, nah, you know, forget the devil. I, I, I'm about prayer right now. And he tweeted this out recently. Uh, he went to the ER within about the past uh, 12 to 24 hours. And he's there with his son who has been battling illness most of his brief time on earth. Uh, the shunt in his brain has failed and he will need surgery again. So um, for those who do pray, if you will be praying both for Jermaine Taylor and all those impacted by what he's done, as well as for Ray Borg, his family and his son, I'm sure all parties involved will be much appreciative of those prayers. All right, let's close out the old one too on a lighter note. <sighs> one person in the boxing world and in the world of sports in general who knows how to keep their name in the spotlight is Floyd Money Mayweather. What does he do this week? We're just passing a year's time since Maymac took place. Hasn't fought since then. Hasn't looked like he's going to fight since then. Outside of saying earlier this year that he was going to try his hand in MMA. Again, just another wonderful ploy to keep his name out there. Uh, what does he do in this situation? Since Maymac uh, 
is on people's minds because it just took place a year ago. He said, hey, McGregor, I know you're getting ready to fight Khabib Nurmagomedov. I know that you're going to be in Vegas to train because that's what you do whenever you have a fight in Vegas. I'll be a big man and I will allow you to come into my gym and train. And I'll even come by and help out from time to time. And McGregor, in his McGregor way, said, no, thank you. No, thank you. You can go out and see what he said. Uh, if you know anything about the lead up to uh, the Maymac fight, then you might know what he said because he would lead people in chance of saying this. So uh, I'll let you go find that out on your own but yeah he's like no that's that's not going on so what does that do that opens up the talks again about floyd fighting mcgregor didn't think it would happen the first time pray that it doesn't happen the second time uh if anything and mcgregor is if he's talking about going back to boxing and getting another tremendous payday there as i shared a week or so ago Pauli Malignaggi is the fight to make. Uh, makes a lot more sense. They have some history and he's got some video to show that uh, he can hang with Pauli, or at least he did during the sparring sessions. With a full camp in, mm, things would should be a lot different. Uh, if Connor's talking about boxing, Pauli's the fight to make. Mayweather, not so much. All right, next up, we're closing out with one championship beyond the horizon. One championship will touch down in Shanghai, China on September the 8th for Beyond the Horizon. Headlining this card will be one strawweight champion. China's own, the panda, Jiang Jingna, who's 15 and 1, taking on 12, 5 and 1, Samara Maratuba Santos. All but four of the 15 wins that the panda has have come by KO. And she only has three decisions in her career. Now, it's understandable for Xiang to be a KO queen because boxing is her primary discipline. Santos, on the other hand, not only is she a Muay Thai expert, but three years into her training, she fell in love with the soft, sweet science of jiu-jitsu. Now, her record shows more of a reliance on her striking ability as half her wins do the strikes. One must be having some issues with getting challenges for Jingnan because Santos, yeah, she was on a four-fight losing streak before winning her last contest, and she's making her debut in the organization, taking on the champ. Now, again, either they're having some trouble with getting fighters for Jingnan or because they are in the champ's home country. They wanted to give her a fighter who had a decent record, but someone she could showcase her skills against 
and further their cause in China. The co-main event for this card pits 13 and 6 Honorio the Rock Bonario versus 10 and 3 Amir Khan. Now the former 145 pound champ, The Rock, oh man, he is rolling and unbeaten since October of 2015. Khan, on the other hand, suffered his first defeat since 2015, this past February. But he did rebound well with a TKO in his last fight a couple months back. The winner of this fight should be in contention for one of Martin Nguyen's championships, this one being the lightweight strap since they're both competing at 155 pounds. To keep up with MTMV Sports, formerly known as Trackstar Sports, where you get the highest quality content from the most informed fans, follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. New content gets released all the time on Anchor.fm. As a matter of fact, it gets released there first as far as podcasts are concerned. If you are an Android user, subscribe to Podcast Republic, or I should say download it. And once you're there, subscribe to MTMV Sports, and new episodes will be ready for your listening pleasure whenever they get produced. For all of my iOS users like myself, you can do the same thing via Apple Podcasts. The Debate Fuel group is still on fire and still a key component of MTMV Sports. You can join it, talk to your favorite sports correspondents. Right now, fantasy football is blowing up. So if you're in the fantasy, definitely join the Debate Fuel Facebook group to talk fantasy with all your favorite correspondents. Uh, El Capitan, Rick Sincere is a fantasy football genius. You can pick his mind on your draft picks and people to pick up off a waiver wise trade for all that good stuff. Anyway, that's how you can get in contact with MTMV Sports. And if you want to talk to your man, The Voice, it is my name, The Voice, T-H-A-V is a Victor, O, Y is in Yankees, Z is in Zulu, E is an Echo on all social media. And until next time, it is your man, The Voice, host of the MTMV main card, and I'm sounding off.